so recently I had a really dramatic event. Uh, I was shot in the leg with a nine millimeter to the knee, uh, hitting my major artery and uh, causing me to almost lose my leg and my life. And uh, for the past few weeks, I've just been uh, back and forth with surgeries. Um, they managed to save my leg and my life. Um, I've been dealing with the uh, traumatic event, the um, reliving of, of the event, and, uh, you know, just the excruciating pain. But um, even with my severely damaged mental state, I still watch the news. I still watch uh, my surroundings. And I can't. I can't express how much disappointment, how much anger and hate, you know, like that I have right now. You know, I think the most insufferable thing about living in in today's era is is the pompousness. It's not just today's era. That's that's everywhere. It's how much I actually get to see now, and it's typically white upper class individuals. Typically white, period, but, you know, it, it, it comes with every race, but still, like, upper class and then white, but makes it so much worse when they're the combination of the both. I was listening, you know, to anti-vaxxers, and, and they always try to sound right. Now, let me tell you, I'm, I'm the first one to call out the medical field uh, for inconsistencies, for... Um, human testing, animal testing, um, inhumane practices. This is not one of them. If you're black, get vaccinated. Rich white individuals are out here. They were out here shooting to the front of the line to get this vaccine. And you don't think, use your critical thinking skills. They know that this disease is real and can very much either end your life or severely damage it. Get the vaccine. It is, I get it, there are like, oh, they made it too quick, they made it like this. We are an evolving technological society. If they weren't getting quicker, if they weren't getting faster and better, I would be more scared. I go to the hospital, I go, I take my flu shots, I do a lot of things. Heck, the medicines that I got to take right now, I have no idea what the chemical compounds in them are I know that they are regulated for me. I take them because I have trust in the medical field. Now I get it, not every aspect is trustworthy. But that's with everything. I know that not every grocery store cart is good, but I, I still use them as it's like, oh well they, they work well enough for what I needed. I need to survive. The end game is survival. The end game is to live. We will work every kink out. You just need to live. And if you're dumb enough to just sit there and die just because it's like, I don't trust you, I don't trust this, I don't trust this. You do research. Go into the medical field. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, look at it, because I guarantee you, most of the people that say, oh, I don't trust it, I don't, I don't believe in it, have not picked up one study. Have not looked at one actual 
doctor with the correct medical field. They YouTubed it. They saw something on Facebook and they said they didn't trust it. I'm not going to sit here and, and lie and say I've read every single bit about the vaccine and everything that goes into it and what it can do and, and all that stuff. And I, I didn't hear some hearsay. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, I also was like, OK, you know what? I I feel like this is this is um, well enough. This is in the public field. Many people have taken this uh, vaccine already and it has uh, very decent survival rates very high and you know i don't want to die i know that's absolutely death i don't want to die so i took the vaccine and that's what i did i did the research that i found well enough that i was like okay I'm, I'm comfortable with this this is just for me this isn't really going to affect anybody so with that amount of research i was comfortable with it do some research i mean actual research not facebook post Go to the uh, FDA uh, approved website. Go to the like the actual individuals who are manufacturing this and actually producing this and actually saying that it's safe. Go to them, read what they are saying, because, yes, you can read a Facebook link that says, oh, this is what they're not telling you. How do you know they're not telling you? You didn't even read the original. Like, I, I know what they say about Darwinism. You know, let the dumb die out. But the truth is, the dumb will take us out too because they are walking, spreading germ factories. And now that I've, I've been shot and I also have asthma, I'm extremely vulnerable. Um, you know... I'm not getting as much sunlight. I'm not very active. I got to take multiple medicines and antibodies, you know, like, like our antibiotics are. Uh, so people like that will kill me, you know, just like someone who is an anti-vaxxer could kill me, could literally kill me just because they won't put on a mask. And I, I'm very reliant on people right now. So. I could possibly die to COVID because an idiot doesn't want to take the vaccine or, you know, wants to quarantine themselves or, or you know, wants to do any sort of thing to, to make it convenient for another individual. And they, the, what gets me is that they act so pompous. Look, I get it. Your choice, your body, your choice, fine. When that only affects you, that's the only time it works. If I was emitting radiation and I refused to wear a radiation suit so the radiation didn't leak to everyone, that is now no longer your choice, your body, because it's not solely affecting you. Say, like, oh, you got the vaccine. It's like, oh, this has been proven that just because you got the vaccine, it it doesn't like it doesn't help if you're directly to the virus. It is only so strong. It helps. It, it will probably prevent you from dying. You still don't want to get the disease. The vaccine isn't a cure. It is a vaccination. If you don't understand the correlation, I, I think people make their own assumptions. They hear one thing and then they make it a whole different, like, vaccine, you mean cure? Well, it's, 
It's like, oh, I, I took ivermectin and, and horse deworm. Like, what does that even... I, I don't even understand, like, how deep down the rabbit hole you got to be. Because it's like, simply, it's like people are like, oh, you're a sheep, you're a sheep, you're a sheep. The truth with that is, why are you so, uh, why, why are you so against, um, you know, regulation mandates? Why, like, I, I get it to a point, but we all eat, we all go to a grocery store, we, most of us do anyway most of us do essentially the same thing like there's a person probably um who like, like you know how many people work at grocery stores how many people you know live pretty moderate modest lives you know stay to themselves how many people do the same exact thing you can call anybody a sheep you know the the realization is we we all do kind of the same thing in society, we kind of accept that. Uh, yes, we do question things. We do slightly different things and different variations. But the essential, pivotal part of life, at least in this society, is just surviving until the end. Eating, sleeping, working, uh, feeling sick, taking sick days off, going, having fun, massages, going out, seeing new places. Going back to work, um, buying a house, getting cars, um, having sex. It's all relatively the same thing. You can call that whatever you want. That is just life. This idea that you're a sheep for just living, for wanting to live, the best quality life that you can is always, it, it's, it would be hilarious if it wasn't so sad. It's also this notion that um, you're smarter or better because you do it a more difficult and, you know, more times or not, uh, less effective way. Like, yes, I get it. Um, there are some remedies, there's some cures that, uh, you know, are simple. Like, I, I believe in marijuana. Marijuana is a simple thing that I don't understand why the FDA has such a grip, like the government, that that's a, a reputable medicine that could be used to save a lot of lives, uh, take people out of incarcerations, um, you know, aid in healing without addiction. I can find many, many uses for that. That's one of the, the gripes that I have with the medical field and the government as a whole. But I will also say that more times or not, this is the medical field that we we have used and trusted and is lots of practices that have, have uh, taken years of education, research, dedication, restudies. Like, uh, it's a culmination of not only the American medical field, but the world's medical field. And we have the blessing to have one of the more advanced medical fields in America. Now, I will say our healthcare system fucking sucks. Trash. Garbage. If you don't have money, you're dead. It is, that is something we need to, to work on. But we are literally having the culmination of a high-running, high-functioning um, 
I'm not saying greatly functioning, but highly functioning medical system that says, hey, here is a cure. Not not a cure. Here is a vaccine. Sorry. Let me rephrase. Vaccine for this deadly disease free of charge for anyone rich, middle class, which doesn't even exist anymore, and in poor. Please take it at your own discretion. And then you got these idiots who didn't even graduate high school who you know like like are, are the combination of the dumbest people you know it's like oh you know like like anytime i hear like oh yeah i got superior genes i'm just i'm like bro shoot yourself because if you got these superior genes bullets shouldn't even affect you anymore because apparently you're so superior that you do you get colds? Do you get, it's like, no, I never get colds. I never, I, I just don't think about it and I don't get cold. Or you just don't remember or you don't want to acknowledge or you, you're lying and you just don't want to tell the truth. My, my frustration is how pompous they are. How they, they have to, um, you know, make all these, these, um, comparisons to other real world events real world trauma like i never have to compare the trauma of chattel slavery in uh to the holocaust i never have to say how bad it is by comparing it to um this event you know like i i got shot in the leg i'll be like yeah no that was as painful as when i got shot in the leg that's a personal experience that I can say, and that I don't, it doesn't need its own comparison. Like, you know, getting shot in the leg now doesn't compare to getting shot in the leg in World War II. Like, I don't have to do that. Because my event, my trauma, my uh, experience is real enough. You are trying to guess your experience and make it sound like it is World War II Holocaust level. You having to show a vaccine card to get into a business that is a private business that says, hey, we don't want to serve people who, who potentially will kill our customer base. Um, you you could choose not to eat here ever again. That's fine. Um, there are other restaurants that are willing and happy to serve you, just not us. When the same Curtis, when the same people who had this, this brilliant idea, it's like, oh, I don't want gay people to, I don't want to make a cake for gay people, so you, we have the right to, serve, uh, to refuse service. And then these people were happy about that. These are the same people happy about that. Like, it, it's not like, okay, you can have one or the other. You can't have both. It can't just be for you. It has to be for everyone. And these people are always, no, no, it has to be just for me and only for me. And it's because they're so arrogant, so pompous, like children. You you don't really get how selfish you sound, how stupid you sound. It's like, and you really don't get it. I, I'm not saying take the vaccine. Like, honestly, if you guys all just moved into your own non-vaccinated place and you'd never talk to us again, that would be cool. 
I'm not going to make anything for you. Make it yourself. But it's like if you're going to live together, you're going to we're going to live by some rules. Now, if you if you're not vaccinated and these businesses don't want you there, that's their business. They're refusing to take your money. They refuse. I don't understand why you think you're you're doing something by coming into a business that clearly doesn't want your patronage. And it's not because of your skin color or your your um, religious beliefs. It's because you're an asshole. You're not doing something. It's not like the uh, the walk-ins or the sit-downs of the uh, the 1950s with the civil rights movements. No, a simple fix would just be like, oh, you, you got the vaccine? Cool. Take a seat. Easy. We couldn't do that. We couldn't do that in the 1950s. We couldn't do that for a while. We couldn't do that in segregation. Oh, take a shot and then you can eat here with no issues. Our skin color was immediately. And it wasn't like, oh, no, they refused you service. It's not like they're refusing your whole family service. It's not like they're taking. They would lynch not only you, but your sisters, your little brothers, your one year old babies, your wife, your your cousins. If they if they found them. So your comparison doesn't work because people aren't dying because they're getting hung or shot or, or lynched or beat or gassed or, you know, fleeing their, their country of origin or, you know, like like the fact that we, we have to explain that says that look, I'm, I'm no longer arguing with idiots like that because they're, they're not they're not people you should you should give any breath to. I, I'm saying that if you are that person that is leaning where it's like, oh, can't we all get along? I, I please ask you to exit. Exit stage left. Join those guys. Don't be on my team. I am intolerant to intolerance. I am tired of giving these people breath and air. I'm tired of, of like listening to them. Basically, no, they, they're not basically straight up commit war crimes crimes that would literally if we did that we would have been hung shot beaten lynched something everything under the the sun melted we would have been gone by now and the fact that we there's a double standard and if you're not going to see that double standard i i don't care if you say i'm your biggest fan please do not um, acknowledge, do, do not say that you're with me, do not say that you, you might as well just be an enemy. Just put on an enemy shirt. Enemy. Straight up enemy. Because I'm, I'm trying to say that everything that I say will be correct and everything I say is right. But some things aren't, aren't um, 100%. Everything that I say, at least I strive I justify it. I justify it with the background. I justify it with, with my words. I justify it with my actions. I justify it by showing examples of, of the opposition's um, actions, words, verbiage, their belief system, their their wants, their end goals. Like I, I, I make it very clear to know what they're trying to do. 
like it's this idea of like oh it's uh why can't we get along it's it's not um us versus uh them it's us and them versus the government no shut up listen the the fact of it is you guys go with the government when it's convenient you guys will be the government's biggest supporters because guess what cops are government guess what military is government how can you be back the blue support the troops fuck the government those those are different parts of it but they're still under do you not get the they're in a big house and they they have rooms in that house and in fact the military that you support and love has a huge financial backing from the government so it's not like as a as a like an unknown cousin that's straight up like baby bro that is straight up like father and and son father and child the military is coddled by the government because the military is is the government the police are government it's it's government officials uh, so when when people say stuff like that when people go like it's us uh it's us and them versus the government i go then then are you completely anti-government or are you just partially government no what i read what i hear is oh well i want to be racist but um when when the backlash starts to hit i i, I want to say that you know like like no we're, we're we're part of each other when i'm losing it's it's we're going to put a scapegoat and say it's the government even though i fully support the government when it uh when i feel like it suits my needs because the truth is, black people, black people are pretty much like cool, cool with like letting things run. Like, gov- like if the government didn't really interfere with us, I guarantee you we would more times or not than not not really put up a ruckus, a fight. We're pretty docile for the most part. Like the fact that we are the most peaceful, I am willing to say that the most peaceful race in America. Just compared to how much stuff we have been through, how much stuff that we constantly get uh, put through, accused, uh, falsely accused, and, and still have to deal with. And the fact that we, we haven't all been full-blown terrorists or, or just like, I, I don't know, like like just actively always trying to do the most damage to the government every single day that we're alive. Um it's hilarious and you think oh oh no these people are these people are no you don't really know true damage you don't really know or understand true damage until like every day you're shaking in fear because you're worried about some guy just randomly taking his car or stealing a car and just running it into random white individuals houses and just throwing grenades and chucking fire bottles or you know, black people grouping together and just walking through white neighborhoods. See, you don't, you don't understand fear. Like, I, I think that you, 
if we did half of the stuff that white individuals have been doing to black individuals for years, you you would you would be pooping bricks. If I and uh, a few other black individuals got enough, like let's say even forty, let's say forty black individuals, and started marching around your neighborhood, started lighting stuff on your lawn had the backing of the police department so the police didn't come and, and just started breaking your property and, and and terrorizing you and we had the the backing of the insurance company so they didn't fix the, the broken damaged stuff and made your house rattier and, and grosser and uglier and and you just couldn't afford to fix it see that's fear when when someone can do something to you and you can't do anything about it, you guys don't know fear. If the tables had, had ever turned, and I and I'll tell you this right now, if black people were in power with white, uh, the way that white people are in power now, with the same kind of mindsets that we have now, the truth is, white individuals, you would be probably safest. We wouldn't care about you. We wouldn't do anything to you. Because the, re, the reality is you're not worth it. Like, we don't care that much about you. Like, the only reason that you're in the forefront of, like, news and everything is because you want to be there. The psychological truth is you guys have nothing really going for you. It's like, oh, yeah, we got culture and this and that. And it's like, cool, but. The, the truth is, it's only put in the spotlight because you deprived Africa and other foreign nations of so much to bolster you guys so high. But the truth is, as, as time and as um, education, as materials, you know, like, like start to even out a little bit, even a little bit, we noticed it. Like you can you can pump a place like a porta potty full of gold. It's still a porta potty. You can make a toilet gold, but the the shit still stinks. And that's what Europe is. Smelly, gross. Heck, I'd even go as far as say uncultured. The the fact that half of the, the world's issues stem from it. The fact that they don't even want to say it or claim it. The only thing that they will claim is uh, anything to do with World War II. And Britain is always there to, to say, oh, we have support and medals and we, we stopped this conflict while looking at all the African genocides that happened before and after. They, they never acknowledge. So it's not some high class place. It's actually really crappy. Um, I, I, I am a very staunch hater of... Um, of England and, and Britain, it is a disgusting place, and and not not just because of the agriculture or some of the people or some like I, I don't mind like like a, a few drunken stories or you know some litter or you know like like a few discrepancy. No, it's a disgusting place for culture from its highest peak. The fact that the it, it is commonplace to support the Queen of England, and all that. Even though that she, she's a horrible witch that deserves to die. 
for stealing the jewels of Africa and refusing for, to ever return them for culture and, and um, you know, classism. The fact that, like, um, these things have been going on for a very long time with uh, very staunch issues being very uh, clear and open and very concise. Hey, return those things that do not belong to you and will be square and still hearing no and refusing. Britain is just a horrible place. The French, the French, like the culture is like, oh, it's so beautiful and this and that. And, and the reality is we've been oversaturated with European cultures, fashion, and you know, the belief system, like everyone knows Paris and everyone knows um, London and everyone knows Germany and everyone knows Sweden and uh, the Netherlands and Greenland and Iceland and Australia and all these prominent white countries. And then you realize without the colored individuals of those uh, that live in the, those regions, that place would be very boring. How? Most of the interesting stuff is not even from there. The Holocaust Museum, and like the fact that most of its main attractions are of events and times that either weren't theirs, glory that wasn't necessarily due to their own vices, um, which is getting drunk in a place that you know, it's like, like we, I, I, I won't say we. I say white culture has made getting drunk in other places sound so exotic, so amazing. Like, I, I would never, if I was running, like, tourism, I would think that um, having my people be drunk would be an insult to me and, like, the, tur the tourism. I'm not saying that, like, oh, yeah, here's a day to get drunk, but I was like, I thought you guys came to see the beauty and the ad culture and stuff to do and you know, play some games and, you know, go back home. You could have stayed home and got drunk. Why get drunk on this alcohol? And like, okay, this, this might be good, but it's like, I'm saying if your whole thing is about getting drunk in different places, it says something about your life. Because when I go out, I go out to have a good time. I go out to remember the good time. I'll go out to, to experience some some relationships and uh, fulfilling, you know, some, some sort of goal, uh, whether, whether that be, you know, sexual uh, feelings or if that, that is relationships or if that is just um, making stronger bonds with friends, if that's just to, you know, distract myself from, from life's daily hassles. But I don't sit there and get drunk every day. That's something that I feel that, that is pushed in white society. Like, wine moms and, and stuff like that and and beer dads like i i didn't like that i never liked it and i'm glad it's being called out more and more that is white people shit i am tired uh, of denying that they mix common culture with white culture and i'm i'm tired and i'm ready for the divide again i'm ready for the split we are not a monolith we are not all one being there is not it is cultural differences i will say that yeah no i've seen black people get drunk don't get me wrong but 
we don't glorify that. For the majority of the black community, we don't sit there and glorify it. Yes, there are times to get drunk. There are times to have a party. There's times to get lit. But they like in the black community, it's not like like the guy that's always smoking and drinking. Yeah, we we joke and we kind of make fun of him. It's like it's like poking fun at something that's sad. It's like man, this man always drunk. It's not it's not seen as a good thing. He's not the town hero. Like yeah, no, that's that's Gerald. All he do is drink and smoke and try to have kids. He stank. <laughs> like we're we're not glorifying them. We're not hyping them up. Like homelessness and all that stuff is not good. Like, yes, we can have fun with our own people. We can make like we can have laughter in a in a messed up situation, but we are not glorifying it. We're not saying, go out here and be a crackhead. Like who whose thought is that? But um I feel like that's a white people thing. That's that's white culture. They they actually encourage it. It's like, yeah, when you join the fret, you gotta drink this concoction. It's like 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 what's in it? You can't know. You just have to drink it and be a brother. And they'll straight up lace it with heavy drugs, heavy addicting drugs. And their father would be like, well, I joined the frat, and my my father before me had joined the frat, so you better have joined the frat. Uh, that, that is how you would get my love. It's like, it's dead. You, you want me to take a potentially deadly concoction made by um, 20-year-olds and t- or 25 to 21-year-olds, if, if that, and, uh, you know, potentially die? Yes, yes, and they'll they'll straight up be like yes, like don't come back if you're not part of that group. White families would literally abandon their kids and and not like they would have the money to pay for their kids' college and refuse to pay it, uh, and rather spend it on a boat. There is so much neglect. There is so much like cultural difference that it's like we we keep clumping every individual's things together or no no not every everybody's thing we clump white culture and then societal culture together and the issues that stem from it is we don't all do that this isn't acceptable this isn't what we want this is what white people do this is what the individuals on top do this is not what we do we we can be a separate entity the issues that I, I, I stem from this is because we, let's, let's just be honest, anti-vaxxing and, and all that is a stem from, uh, from white supremacy. It is saying that you are so pompous, so arrogant, you think you're so superior that literally the highest scientific minds are nothing to you. They have no validity, no weight. Your thoughts, your beliefs are so important that you trump literal science uh, scientists. It's not like, hey, go get a degree so you can see the validity of this. No, it is. No, I don't believe it. I saw it on Facebook. Said it wasn't good. I don't believe it's good. 
where someone says, hey, I'm pretty sure that that's debunked and this, this person was a straight up quack. No, they arrested him because he was a genius and you just didn't understand his mind. This person also had child porn. You know, those, those girls were old enough, you know, 16, 17. Like, that's what you guys sound like. Like, if every excuse, every reason, everything is a conspiracy, everyone is out to get you. But you know what's the worst about those conspiracy theorists, especially the white ones, is that they think that they're so important that someone cares about you like that. The truth is, you're not that important. The truth is, you need to get knocked down a pig. You're not that exciting. You're not that, like, no one cares about you that much. Like, tricking you into taking the vaccine, wow, they got Mary Sue, they got Ashley, they got Jake. Okay. Were you going to change the world? Were, were you, what was your thought process? What, what is really you? Like, I want to know what you, what you think that their end goal is. Oh, they're going to take over the world. And it's usually, like, guys in their, like, 60s. And in fifties, they well, I can never really tell what they look like because they're old as as dirt, and they age horribly. So they'll, they'll be like thirty seven, and they'll look like they're sixty eight. And you know, like like these people with with their declining health and you know whatever it looks, you you think you you're gonna be around in twenty years when their plan sets off. You, you guys are so very talkative, so very expressive uh, about, like, not taking the vaccine. You guys will be out there picketing and farming. What were you guys with the civil rights movement? Or were you guys with, um, with all, all these other necessary uh, events, these vocal events that needed your help? Um, it, it shows that these people will get out when they're 65 to um, go up in arms to talk about um, what they believe is oppression. But you never see these same people come out for, for our oppression, for us, for, for individuals, for um, even, even the troops. Because when, uh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot the, the uh, deceased young lady's name. But she was a military member who was Hispanic, who was sexually assaulted in the army, um, raped and uh, murdered. Where were they? Where were they uh, with, with marching? And where were they when, when the signs needed to be made, when the voices of the unheard needed to be heard? Where were they? Nowhere. And now that this... Um, this pandemic has, has struck and hit. Now these people decide it's, it's time to move. It's time for action. And it shows that these people had the time, the energy, like the, the resources. They just didn't want to. They didn't care. You should ask them not what they're, not just what they're doing now, what they could have been doing, what could have been done, and, and why they're fighting so hard. Why they're not going to be here. The truth is they're not going to be here. They're not going to be alive. You know, the difference between, um, you know, the strikes and the unionization is like 
you notice how there's a mix of, of young and old, but how they're like, oh, this, this sounds like we, we just want higher wages and all this, but we don't want unions, but they positively get affected by unions. Like it usually typically takes the weight of the stupid caring um, or the stupid being carried by the, the intellectual. I'm not even saying that the left or like, cause the, the left has his fair share of idiots, yes, I, I will never deny that. But the the reason why it's so um, prevalent to, to address why the right is absolutely just like the party of idiots, no matter how high your intellect is, is because unless you're straight up like admitting it, it's like, oh, I'm only here because I'm straight up racist and I, and I, I hate you uh, black people and I like, unless you did that, that's the only time where I'm like, okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I can see why you're there. Anytime where you you don't or, or can't straight up admit why you're at in that party, why you're there, why you're accepting being in the right. And it's just like, oh, I just, I just like heritage and, and like that. So, so racism. It's like, no, no, I just, no, it's like, like no, it's just racism. You notice how the right is never really blunt. Like they have so many, you know, degrees or so many, um, you know, like, like they, they have twists and turns. They like they have such prominent ideas. They got um, things that they want, like such vivid dreams, apparently. But they, they can't express like why they, they want those dreams, why why the left is so bad. They they say, oh, the left wants to cancel Elon Musk. Why don't they like Elon Musk? First of all, I don't like Elon Musk uh, because he's a pompous idiot who literally just got funded by his father. Um, he's not innovative. He's not a super genius. Like anyone who was born in his position in power could have had that level of intellect. Like if I had the resources, the, the funds, and the time, I could have studied. I could have been a doctor, a lawyer, an uh, astronaut. I could have been a um, millionaire tycoon. Had I been set up, his father was l literally owned a mining company in Africa. Um, he was going to be successful no matter what. He was going to be successful. This 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 notion of like oh the, their parents' wealth has nothing to do with their wealth. It's stupid. Like it's like no matter what, the right never lets anything die. That's the truth. It's even in the name conservatism. They they conserve it until like it's literally into dust, and even still they'll try to keep it alive. Let me explain something. When something's debunked, it no longer should be in the circle. It should be kicked out. The problem with the right, even when it's debunked and it's proven and you, someone tells you it's debunked and they hear it's debunked and they know it's debunked and you tell that specific individual that it's debunked, you will still hear them bring up the talking point in a different conversation with someone else. So unless you're actively there to always check them, they will still use that talking point no matter what, regardless of them knowing its falsehoods. Because they would rather be right with wrong information than be wrong with right information. 
they would rather sit there and and want to feel good at the risk of everyone else's life. They are the most selfish, pompous, arrogant, um, hell-bound human beings. Because there's no, there's no, um, there's no explaining it. There's no um, excuse for it. it. It's not that there's the divide came because of the news or the media. No, the truth is the divide was always there. We got access to more information. We were able to openly spread our ideas and talk openly. We were able to show our dis our, our discomfort and our concern and actually express our gripes. That is what happened. The conservative right, I'm tired of it. Because no matter what we say, if we're not agreeing with them, we're or dumb sheep. Just imagine that. Like a whole side being completely dumb and unable to think for itself. I'm not saying that um there's not some some individuals on the right with intelligence. I'm not saying that it's they're blinded by their racism. They're blinded by their their ego. I'm saying that they're plenty capable of understanding. They don't want to understand. That's the thing. I'm not saying that these people are too dumb and they can't know. They they have full um, comprehension skills. They should know. The truth is they don't want to know. The truth is when you walk and talk with them every day, you notice that they they can be charming they could be entertaining they could be funny they could but um yes slowly but surely you're going to the laughs are going to stop the jokes are going to dry up because you're going to know what they are truly monsters people who think only for themselves the jokes stop being funny the humor you know you, you start to see truly what they are and Truly what conservatism does to people. You know, you you think it's American to tell somebody to get up and get exploited. Like, imagine if I came into your house, bust down the door, kick kick down the door, you know, and told him, and, and forced you to watch me pull your son away to, you know, just get raped in the butt. Just, just because it's like, oh, well, his his boss, he signed a contract, and and the contract says the boss can do that to him because he signed the contract. And that's okay because he, his boss is a genius, and the only way to keep his genius is letting him have sex with other sons. You know, they they're very, they excuse a multitude of things until their uh, imagination is shattered. They're willing to accept a lot of things until, you know, like, like if you told them, hey, you know, like, like a scenario that that's fiction, they'll be like, no, I absolutely don't agree with that. And then you tell them the real life equivalent and they say, no, that's a great idea. I, I agree with them. The truth is they're not thinking. They, they know that it doesn't matter. They'd rather be racist. All you got to make sure is like, you know, you, you tell them, you show them the right things. You um, give them the, the right words of encouragement. You give them the seeds of hate. 
and the truth is they're they're gonna come with the with clearly the wrong uh way of thinking because they're racist the right is racist I don't know how many times I gotta clarify that it is they they for years using the party of Lincoln and the truth is Lincoln wasn't a good person. I keep telling people this, and lots of black people, especially now who study history, don't like Lincoln. And when people say, oh, Lincoln, John F. Kennedy, a Republican Democrat, it's like, they have a meltdown. Like, I've noticed that they can't function when you tell them the horrendous things that was actually said, the horrendous things that they actually done. When you hit them with facts, and I mean, like, not... Just like, oh, I read this on Facebook, or just a, a gotcha moment with a, with, you know, not really a gotcha, more of just a straw man argument. You know, that's that's the right whole thing. Gotcha moments. Oh, you see this lib not understand something, or you see this 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 pink haired girl or blue haired girl. They make the same jokes. They they're constantly unfunny. They're on the piggyback, and I real. Like, like what I realize with the right is that if we left, if we truly ever left, how sad and how unfunny. Like, the reality is the right boiled down to its pure essence is just boring sex with, contrived with closeted homosexuality, closeted with repressed sexual energy. It would just be a boring unlivable landscape of just white people doing literally eating the same things over and over again uh having to serve and fend for themselves causing internal white racism again so they'd be like oh irish oh italian oh uh, british and you know making a subsect of, of you know white people just so they would have a, a superior class and in lower class it, um, and then, and then, like it, it would just be blonde, and like it would just literally be a lot of blonde people, just because like they would dye their their kids' hair blonde and give their kids blue eye contacts, uh, and and there would be no ounce of color around unless it was to serve them, like that would literally be the conservative wet dream. And the truth is, if that ever happened, that would be hell for me. That would be hell for any person with expressive like thought in their head it'd be like every kid and in, in child would have guns and and, and there, there would be nothing there would be just brain like the reality of that actually happening would never it would never happen because like that place would burn to the ground in a few years just because it it, it would not be self-sustaining it could not sustain itself on that weight on that like flimsy build the truth is I think that the right just likes to complain. They like to feel like they've done something. They like to feel like they're a part of something. They're kids, literal kids. You notice how they always try to debate. Like they, it became like like everyone has a podcast now. Everyone tries to debate. Everyone tries to, um, you know, advocate for something like oh, anti-vax or something like that. Like. Like, don't get me wrong, the, the irony is not 
like lost upon me that I'm making this, but it's like this is more of just like a start, a start to something bigger. I'm not trying to get profit. I'm not trying. I'm just trying to spread a message. And once that message is spread and it's actually taken on a life, I I plan on never touching the mic again. I feel like white conservatives, no matter what, you notice how their podcast can go on for years and they're talking about like everything, you know, like Bill O'Reilly or something like that, because they always got something to complain about, but never anything to really contribute. They, they spread false information and, and like things that have been debunked multiple times. And you notice that they never come back and apologize for it. The truth is the right always, it, like the right just likes participation trophies. They don't like to do anything. They like that. They're like Cartman. It's ironic that it's like that is what the right really embodies. Someone who is heinous that would take the, you know, like, like do unnecessary, unspeakable stuff to individuals who don't really need it most of the time. Just to fill a void of vanity, ego. Like, the right is the perfect embodiment of that. I'm not gonna... I'll sit here and and talk about the left, but it's like, the whataboutism. The fact that everything has to consist with, like, if the right gets ridiculed, the left gotta get ridiculed. No! Like, yes, I ridicule them, but it's like, I don't have to ridicule anybody I don't want to. The right has so many issues and problems that, like, right now, I can't, I, I don't even know if I can focus on the left just because I haven't even had enough time. Like, the problems that subset that, uh, the right are so very high, so very long and tedious. I'm just at a loss. Like, this party has went way too far. With so much racism, bigotry, and the inability to function that I feel as a as a actual government entity. The terroristic threats, the inexcusable disrespect to its um its colleagues and counterparts from a different political aisle. The fact that they're literal uh, politicians that are active racist, active terrorist, active supporter of Klan and, and, and uh, what's it called? And just, just white supremacist groups. It, it's disgusting. It's honestly disgusting. Like, uh, that, that's enough. That's enough to be said, honestly. Because um, I can get into it all day. Um, literally just awful. Okay.